Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 1952's Singing in the Rain, directed by Stanley Donan and Gene Kelly, starring Gene Kelly and Debbie Reynolds. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Um, you ready for this? Uh, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah, dude, listen. Um, I'm... <laughs> Here's my here's my 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 declaration of of this week. Anyway, I, I do a lot of these on the show lately, and I but I'm just gonna just gonna put it out there. I'm done with comic book movies. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and and it's you know, and I I was I came to comic books later in life, mm-hmm. and I've just had enough. And I'm not gonna sit here and like say that that I'm you know like the 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 biggest the most knowledgeable guy on earth as as far as all comics go. But like. I've been rewatching that old Justice League cartoon, uh-huh. and it's fantastic. That's where probably comic characters belong, in my eyes, is animated. Um, yeah. Because it's for kids, and it should just be, that's where it should stay. It should stay on the page, it should stay in cartoons. Uh, this intensity and this darkness, I only made it through an hour and 40 minutes of Batman versus oh, Superman. Oh, wow. You didn't get through it? I fast-forwarded through the rest of it so I could see Wonder Woman, uh-huh. and you know, and she looked cool and everything and fine, but I, I, I'm not interested in seeing the rest of these new DC movies. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, I've heard that's the only p- good part of the movie is when yeah. Wonder Woman comes right. in. Right, when Gal Gadot walks in, the, the hero, okay, here we go. I haven't seen it. I didn't yeah. want to see it. No. So. <laughs> you, you aren't missing anything, man. I'm good. I I've, I've never been into the comic book movies too much. Right. Like there's some really good ones. Mm-hmm. Um most of them are fine. Yeah. But I I just can't do it. People come up to me, "You going to see this new blah blah?" Nope. <laughs> I have no interest in it. Yeah, it never I'm never good. thought about. Yeah, it. so um okay. And speaking of comic book movies, <laughs> I watched Doctor Strange. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. This I bet you you'd like better than Batman v Superman. I think you're probably right. It's uh it's a typical fun popcorn superhero movie. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of got a unique twist. I guess the character is I mean, who's heard of Doctor Strange unless you're a comic book dude, unless I guess. You're a huge Marvel head. Yeah, right. but um yeah, he can like control I guess time and like twist things and he has a magic cape and all this shit. Yeah. I liked it. It was fun. It was a good comic book movie. So yeah. I would say watch that instead of BVS, for sure. <laughs> yes. Um, the ending was actually good and fitting, so I really appreciated that. Okay, that's so, that's good to hear, man. That's good on any movie. Right, right. <laughs> so now the fans out there, Jeremy on Facebook told us that he has been watching Cadillac Man because of all our Robin Williams talk, Dave. Um, <laughs> have you seen that? Yeah, I, I saw that movie in the theater when I was a kid. Really? It's, it's so it's so weird when I saw him bring it up on Facebook. I was like, that's right. I remember sitting by myself in the theater watching Cadillac Man. I think I remember the poster. I can't remember. <laughs> remember Robin's got a mustache and and like uh, like kind of Tim Robbins is all kind of like uh, like like greasy and everything. Okay. And yeah, he's holding up the car, a car lot. And it's, it's actually a pretty decent movie. Okay. Yeah. Well, Tim Robbins is in there. So yep. And Tim... Fran Drescher's there too. Oh, okay. <laughs> she can be good. Yep. Okay. So now we need the fans out there. Tell us what you've been watching this week. Go to Facebook or Twitter. Look for dudes on movies or dudes on movies at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Send us an email and we'll read your movie on the air. Yes. So now we're going to talk about Singing in the Rain, Dave. Why don't you give everyone a synopsis? Sure. Um, so Singing in the Rain is a very famous film um, from 1952. It's been cited by a lot of people as maybe the greatest movie musical. Um, and if, you, if people don't think it's the greatest, they certainly think it's one of the greatest. Um, it's about the uh, advent of of talking pictures 
Um, it takes place in the, in 1927. And when the movie begins, when the story begins, you have like this silent film uh, stars who who are a famous on screen couple like dashing and you uh-huh. know, like dashing leading man and and a you know a, a, a fair a fair lady they they they're, they do all those like you know old old movies that have um that had already become old in 1927 yeah <laughs> and um so now the industry changing and we got to make adjustments and that's where the conflict arises mm-hmm. I loved the beginning of the movie it shows like a red carpet premiere yep. For for this movie, I forget what the name of the movie is. Do you remember it, Dave? Um, I don't remember the name of the movie that they're the, oh, the, the Royal Rascal. The Royal Rascal. <laughs> See how forgettable that 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 shit is. I mean, the Royal Rascal. Yeah. Yeah, and you got Gene Kelly and uh, what's her, Gene Hagen. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, are the two stars there, and mm-hmm. they come up to the red carpet, and it's it's very satirical yeah. of early Hollywood life, which I really liked. It yeah. was funny. Uh, there's someone out there announcing all the stars arriving at the carpet, yes. and th- which still happens today. Of course. But it's poking holes at this whole thing, which is fun. Right. And Gene Kelly comes out, and he gets on the mic, and everyone's loving him, and he's hamming it up. <laughs> um, it's this over-the-top kind of performance uh-huh. to, to actually get the satire across, which was good. Yeah. And he's you know very charismatic and everything. And after this whole intro to the movie, it's like 10 minutes long. He's telling his life story. It's showing clips which are contradictive to everything he's saying. It's showing the, what which, really happened. Yeah, yeah. which I like. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> um, Lena Lamp. What's her name in that movie? Uh, Lena Lamont. Lena Lamont, mm-hmm. played by Gene Hagen, starts talking like, how come you get to talk to all the guys? She's this Jersey accent. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and it's really funny when she opens her mouth for the first time. Right. Because at the premiere, like at, at the red carpet ceremony, when, when Gene Kelly is, is like, you know, saying, making that big speech um, and he's being, he's doing exactly what the crowd wants mm-hmm. before Lena can actually open her mouth. They're, they're whisking her away to the premiere and, you know, they get inside <laughs> right. the door and she opens her mouth and yeah, it, it, she, she sounds like, um, she sounds like Penny Marshall, pretty yeah. much, and it, and it's but it's like almost a, Fran a, Drescher. Yes, it is. It's Fran Drescher, right? <laughs> and uh, you know, because she's a silent film star, you know, no one has ever heard her voice, right. and you know, wow, it's 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 really something. I, I I love the subject matter of the movie. Yeah, as a movie fan who knows about movie history, I appreciate it. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, um, I hope in 1952 people understood that still, right? Because that it was probably. You know, thirty years before is when this happened. Mm-hmm. No, what did my math? Twenty five. Yeah, twenty five years. Five years. Right. So right. People remember this for sure. Yep. Um, and I love how it shows how it impacts their careers because that really happened in real life. Uh-huh. You know, all these silent film stars just as soon as it started to be sound films. Um, yeah, you you didn't cut it anymore. No, you had to change how you acted. You had to change everything you did, basically. Yep. <laughs> like. Yeah, the whole like like some some people were just done. I mean, yeah. like they because they weren't even actors. Yeah, um, they they were just really good looking people who you know were very, who were getting very rich in in as movie stars, and uh, like and when that happened too, I I know that like um, James Whale and some other like. Uh, uh, other filmmakers who who came over from England, they brought like English theater actors over, yeah, and they became stars because you know um, all those people who weren't really actors and whose voices you know couldn't be used, yeah, uh, were just were just cast aside, mm-hmm. um, like like they want to do with Lena Lamont and yep. in, in like what Don Lockwood is afraid is going to happen to him, right? But unlike Lena, Don actually 
mm-hmm. he can perform he can. and he can act yeah. and he can speak charismatically and he can remember his lines and he's actually a star. He's like a he, talent. He's right. a talent. Yeah. And that's funny you brought up all the Shakespeare stuff because that's what Debbie Reynolds starts saying when they first meet cute, you know? Yes. <laughs> um, she's like calling him, oh, yeah, um, yeah, you're one of those movie stars, you know? Yep. I think I've seen one of yours, maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've seen one, you've seen them all. Uh, the theater's where it's really at, you uh-huh. know? Which back then, definitely true. She's not lying, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, so I really liked that. Mm-hmm. I liked when they met, too. Yeah. I liked it. It was a good meet cute. I mean, it was probably one of the first. It could have been, know, like <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> um, and when and when and when, like the Debbie Reynolds character is just like who is this aspiring actress who is right now kind of on the fringes of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, she she's working as like a a showgirl, you know, um, to just to make ends meet while she goes to auditions, and she you know has a, a chance run in with Don Don Lockwood on is, a, is after uh, Don and Lena's movie premieres. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go back to a, you know a traditional Hollywood party up in the hills. Yeah, and um, and on the way he meets uh, Lena or he meets um Kathy uh, Kathy, and um, they, they they get to talking and when they get to the party is when Don finds out what her real vocation is because she was telling him pretty much that he, she was, she was this sophisticated actor who, you know, only did only the best right, you know, yeah. Shakespeare and Ibsen. <laughs> and, uh, and he makes, makes fun of her a little bit, you know, yeah. in, in a nice way, you know, when she jumps out of the birthday cake. Yeah. Um, cause he's coming onto her in the car yep. at first, like, Oh, uh, you know, uh, a uh, cute dame here. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to put the charm on her. <laughs> and then she starts saying these vile things about <laughs> film. Right. And he just like, you know, takes his arm out from her shoulders and mm-hmm. just, they start getting into it, which is, you know, classic kind of screwball type thing. Yeah, it is. And it, it was good. I know. Um, and then she's talking herself up and then she jumps out of the birthday cake in her knickers <laughs> And, and he just has a field day with it, rubbed in her face. Yeah. Oh, why don't you recite me some Macbeth? I know. Exactly. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. She, he, when she first comes out of it, he goes, well, if it isn't Ethel Barrymore. Yeah, yeah. You know. And yeah. then she throws the cake at him, and it hits <laughs> Lena in the face. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing at that part. It was like a Three Stooges gag. It was. I know. He ducks, and it hits Lena, and, yeah, and, and she's so <laughs> outraged. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then... And then Debbie Reynolds runs off and I almost said Clark Gable, Gene Kelly, because <laughs> there was a guy that looks like Clark Gable here. It it's was, like they're it totally making fun of Clark Gable. I, I know, love it. I know. And, but he runs after her and he can't find her. And he's kind of smitten at this point. Yes. And, you know, like like he and his friend Cosmo, played by Donald O'Connor, um, they they, you know, set out to now looking for Kathy because they 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 want. Like Don is interested in her romantically, but he also yeah. can can see just from her performance at the party with the other uh, girls, you know, doing the dancing. Yeah, um, she's a, a pretty good singer and dancer, and mm-hmm. you know maybe they can put her to work, you know, in films now that there's going to be sound because he knows right. that there there's no way they can use Lena anymore, yeah. even though the public she's the biggest movie star in the world. There's no way the public is going to buy anything from this person. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and you know like what did you think of the of the really bizarre talking picture that they show at the Hollywood party. It's like a black and white of the guy with his face really close to the camera. Yeah, it this is like the big reveal of of sound. Yeah. Like to this, you know, party, people in tuxedos, yes. you know. Um it was odd. I know. It's it odd, was. but I imagine, you know, something like that must have happened. Yeah. And and it's funny because the people at the party are like 
There's just a guy behind that screen up there talking. Them, it's 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 magic. It's a puppet show to them. Like they they can't get uh-huh. that this is actually happening. Yeah. Yep. He's like, come on out, and he's like, I'm back here. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I like that. It's funny, and then they're like, oh, that'll never catch on. Right. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 some some woman like makes the makes a comment that it's vulgar, and and I know. That oh a yeah, lot of it's people... like that Elvira lady or yes. whatever. Yes. <laughs> and that's how people really reacted. That like that like this is just the end of. of uh-huh. I mean, she, they all like pulled a Norma Desmond pretty much. I mean, yeah. Like they, they, they can't imagine film with sound in it. Right. This is what happened to Norma Desmond. Man. Yes. Um, we talked about this a lot in Sunset Boulevard. We sure did. Because not only that, but also um, who, who's the butler guy in that movie? Oh, yeah. Uh, Eric von Stroheim. Von Stroheim, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It happened to them. Right. Actually, this happened to them, <laughs> which <laughs> yes, sucks. I know. Right. <laughs> um, which, like I said it already, I like that about this movie because uh-huh. it's accurate to history. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so Scott, um, I, I, I think we have to talk about something that I, I'm, I know you would rather, you know, I know that you'd rather watch anything than a musical almost, you know? Yeah. And I'm just the opposite I for, know. for any of our longtime listeners. You, you know this about us. So I want Scott's thoughts on the musical <laughs> interludes in this movie. Uh, okay. and, um, yeah, I, I, I just want to know what you, what, what you're thinking. I'll read you my first major note here. Okay. After I'd watched the film. I love everything about this movie except for the musical-y stuff. Musical-y stuff? Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's... And some of it's okay. Like, it's it's great musical stuff. Yeah. Like, good dance numbers, lots of tapping. Mm -hmm. I like the tapping. I like that stuff. The tap dancing. I do do enjoy a good tap. Yeah. Um... (laughs) Like I said, the beginning when um, he's talking about, you know, how he was brought up and it's contradicting what he's saying, you know. Yes. Um, I really like the vaudeville acts he was doing with Cosmo and stuff, the, yeah. like the violin thing. Like, yeah. That was awesome. That was, was really cool. And I thought after the first 15 minutes of this movie, I was like, I might actually like a musical. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But as it went on, it just more and more musical stuff happened. And I kind of just. Went back into my my world, Dave. All right. Um, not to say they were bad numbers; they were good, okay, and entertaining. But uh, I don't need to see Cosmo singing about how to make people laugh for twenty eight minutes or however however long that took. You didn't um, like make them laugh. I liked it for a couple minutes, and then it just went on forever. Um, he had some good acrobatics and things like that. When he runs up the wall yeah, and, and neat. does the somersault. Oh, all right. It was spiffy. Um, what about when he's playing with the mannequin and he's like, you know, uh, like making it do stuff? It was okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you had to expect this from me, Dave. I, no, I, I do. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not right. saying it's bad. It's okay. just not stuff I'm into very no, much. It's... But I didn't hate watching this movie. Okay, good. That's, I've, that's I've said good. that about quite a few movies. I didn't hate this movie. <laughs> right. I liked the movie. Good. I liked it. Good. Um, the musical stuff... You know, I can take so much of it. (laughs) But yeah, it's good musical. This is a good musical, and I can definitely see why they say this may be the best musical. Yes. Um, But I I thought it was a great story also, Mm -hmm. even without the musical stuff. So if if people were to, like, just... I mean, I know you're not in favor of interpretive dance, but, like, Mm -hmm. if, if there weren't... If people weren't breaking out into song during regular life... Um, and they were doing, you know, huge numbers, uh, would, would that be more, 
would that be something you like, or are, are you objecting to that that whole situation? No, I think it's the just false reality of it okay. is what bothers me. It, so I think that, that, that does the, bother It's you. just the, hey, we stayed up past midnight. Let's sing a song. Like, right. that kind of stuff. I just, okay, yeah. So that doesn't make life feel more magical to you? Not really. You don't feel transcendent when it's going on? <laughs> Not really. Man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and some of the numbers, just, they're there to had the runtime ah that make him laugh one is definitely unnecessary to anything in the movie yeah you don't need it um when he tells the ending of the movie to the producer and it goes on to like a 15 minute dance number the broadway melody the man. broadway melody it was good dancing but i didn't need that oh. i didn't need to see that oh man sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> it was interesting but i i'd rather not well <laughs> I, I I know that, that you've already said that that you know um, that you appreciate the athleticism of the dancing. Oh yeah, I mean yes. I could not do that. It's it's impossible. I don't know how. No anybody way. Does like it. I and I do enjoy a good tap. It's, yeah, it's cool. Right. And like this is about the this this might be the art form at its best. Yeah. You know, like th- this is as good as you're ever gonna get. It's impressive stuff. I'm not going to lie. Right. I mean, practicing for hours and hours mm-hmm. and to get everything right. And, you know, the, the, the Good Morning song. Okay. Uh, with, you know, it, it's Donald O'Connor and Gene Kelly and <laughs> Debbie Reynolds together. And I, I, I know that they... Good morning. Good, good morning. morning. That's right. It's great to stay up late. You know, that whole thing. It's it's a famous song, and I can sing every word. I can't do any of the dancing, <laughs> oh, but you that's, can't. you know, right. I could probably, you know, I, I'm sure I could. They'd be flipping over that couch and stuff. I could do all of the steps. They wouldn't be, like, graceful, but but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure that I could recreate it. I just wouldn't be, you know, like, doing it right. But, oh, um, doing it right. Yeah, but, but I'm sure I could retrace the steps. Uh, but... I know that 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 like behind the scenes it wasn't as cheerful as what we see on the screen. Oh uh, yeah, like Gene Kelly was a big ta- a, a a major taskmaster. You know, like I could uh, only imagine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Debbie Reynolds was apparently like sitting under a piano crying. You know, at, at one time when wow, uh, you know, because like like she just couldn't get these steps right, and uh, and and Gene was was. Uh, like up, up in her and Donald O'Connor and Stanley Donnan's face, you yeah. know, like to because he wanted perfection. It looks practically perfect when, it does. I, when I see it. it. It looks like it's all in one take almost. I mean, like, yeah. like there's there's not very many cuts and and to see Debbie Reynolds, of course, you know. Oh yeah, on screen. Uh, now after what had happened. Yeah, like, I, I, I mean, it's 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 still really re- that 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 cut is still pretty raw, um, and her her singing, her dancing, she's the equal of Gene Kelly in this movie. Yeah, you know, I agree. It's it's she, she she's a, she's. A I think as, her singing is better even. Oh yeah, I I, I think Gene actually, could probably outdance right. her, but yeah, her singing I'd much prefer. Yeah, the one bit I did like is when he he has to find the the right setting to mm-hmm. confess his love. Yes. I liked that. That seemed appropriate to me. So that was that was the number that actually gets you. That's the one that I felt like fit in the movie. Like it didn't just pop in. Okay, you know, uh, when he takes her to the sound stage. Yeah, they're and, walking outside on mm-hmm. the studio lot. Yeah, and he's trying to tell her that he he likes her and he's in love with her yeah and this kind of thing and he he's like i can't do it because i'm a ham and i need to be <laughs> on a set somewhere uh-huh. and do that and i was like oh that's kind of neat yeah. and he goes into this big studio and turns the lights on and everything and um they're singing on the ladder it's not a crazy dance number right which is fine i like i do like some of the crazy stuff like the tapping stuff i said but mm-hmm. um i just liked it i okay. liked this song 
I liked it. I don't know. I'm I'm glad to hear that you liked a song. Okay. That 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 really warms my heart. Actually, I do like the songs, but mm. I don't like. I do enjoy them. I just I don't know. <laughs> it's the whole coming out of mm-hmm. reality to dance and sing thing that just it. I can't get over it. The artificiality yeah. of musicals is is if, if you if you don't like that if if you can't get with that I guess you just never like maybe you're just born to like it or you're born to not like it I I don't know I I have never converted anyone <laughs> you know maybe <laughs> I mean it's just never it, it's, it's yeah I, I can't explain it I really wanted to convert I know you did I, I I man I wanted to go and that's why I thought that this one would do it I I was sure I that know. this one was gonna get you I know you know I felt bad afterwards <laughs> I knew you picked this for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> backfired <laughs> right it's, and, and then it backfired actually i'm very glad i've seen it because it's yeah. a classic yeah it's on you know top 100 movies of all times list everybody like, agrees this is a movie everyone should see mm-hmm. for sure right uh but yeah the musical the musicaliness as i put it in mm-hmm. my note yes sorry man <laughs> but i find it funny that you, that you said like gene kelly and debbie reynolds are like they're crying. He's yelling at her and all uh-huh. this stuff. Like, because right. on screen, their chemistry is like out of this world. Undeniable. I know. I, 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 was, yeah. I was in love the second I saw him popping that car, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I guess, I mean, I guess he he was cool to everybody as long as there was no dancing going on. I guess so. Yeah. You know, um, he he just like it, this was his this that's his art, and he wants you to be as amazing as he is. Yeah. And if you're gonna share a screen with Gene Kelly, yeah, you, you better bring it, you know. Um, so I'm assuming he choreographed all he the all the movie. Yes. And is is that probably why he's oh yeah a, a director on the film because yes. he basically half the movies exactly. dancing and stuff. Yeah, all the dancing was 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 done strictly by Gene Kelly, and then mm-hmm. Stanley Donnan handled the filmmaking. Yeah. And I'm 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 glad like we kind of while we before we uh, talked about Scott's you know non love of musicals, <laughs> we were talking about like the actual plot of the movie, <laughs> in which like. Once they decide that they need to to get into talking pictures is when like the the action of the plot gets going because right. they have to figure out what to do with Lena, who's the biggest movie star in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Cosmo says she can't act, she can't sing, she can't dance. As you're the triple threat, right? Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> She's just a pretty face. Exactly. That's it. Yes. And there's a very humorous scene where they're making what what would be a normal like sort of. A, Rudolph Valentino style silent film. Yeah. Um, where there's there's powdered wigs and there's a lot of uh, you know, big theatrical movements. Yeah, the dueling cavalier. The dueling cavalier, right. <laughs> uh, and uh, what they're 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 doing what they normally do and you know, but but they're recording with sound. Right. So they have the premiere of this the dueling cavalier, and what comes out is like oh. hysterical to the crowd. They are not buying any of it. The director like is a little bit incompetent when it comes to even capturing sound and having it, um, uh-huh. you know, be synced up with the actors' mouths. Mm-hmm. What's coming out is uh, Lena's voice, and Don is one of the worst <laughs> actors, you know, as it turns out, in the yeah. world at the yeah. moment. The foley isn't good because it's picking up like when he throws his staff. Oh yeah, you can just hear it hit cement, and you know, yeah. Oh, this premiere is amazing. It is. This is. This is my favorite scene in the movie. I, 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 I loved it. I could not stop laughing. Every little bit of this film they show is garbage. It's utter garbage. Right. They come out and he he like comes out and like 
like oh looks around yes. like oh where is, where am i where is she and he like sees her and he's like oh <gasps> and like throws his cane and you just hear it crash into something yes. like in a silent film that doesn't matter but they're filming for with sound the first time ever and it is terrible <laughs> And Lena's like pulling on her pearls on her necklace, oh and it's just—it's it's like, like rubbing against the mic, and it's just going. <laughs> right. And like, I think someone in the audience goes, "Is there a thunderstorm?" Yes, coming? they can't. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's great, and they—they they lead up to the premiere by showing them filming the scenes. Yes. And like all the little bits that you're laughing at at the premiere, you you kind of see them happen while they're on the stage mm-hmm. or like on the set, and not thinking anything of it. Yeah. And Gene Kelly even says, like, to the director, like, I don't, I don't like this line. How about I just say what I normally say? I love you. I love you. I love you. So, like, when it, he's filming it, he's just saying this. And then at the premiere, because there's sound, he's just saying he loves her 50 times. And she's saying a sentence. And it, it doesn't make any sense. I know. And, and it's like, and when he says that, you know, you there's might no have title just... card saving you. Exactly. And, and he, I just, I'm just going to, hey, how about if I just do this line like this? I love you. I love you. I love you. I mean, like, even in that moment when you're watching it, you're just, you're not really registering how ridiculous that is uh-huh. until you actually see it in the, in the finished product. And Gene Kelly <laughs> saying, I love you. I love you. I love you. And kissing her arm, like doing the, the Gomez Adams right, yeah. Mia thing. Yeah, dude. I mean, it is total <laughs> shit. And then like a more sound issues when Lena, like, like very daintily, like, like slaps him with the, uh, with her fan. Oh yeah. It just it, like, boom. Yeah, just, <laughs> Cause he hits her, his mic or something. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and and they hide the mic on her shoulder, uh-huh. and she's turning her head to talk to him. And then oh, she talks back to him and yeah. turns her head again. And, oh, dude, it's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the audience is just dying howling. from laughter. Right, right. And a lot of them are mad. Yeah. They're like, they think it's funny. Then they're like, I can't believe this is happening. Mm-hmm. And everyone leaves the premiere and is like, this is the worst move I've ever seen. Yep. Ever. <laughs> and they're talking about how like they're, they're, they don't care about Lockwood and Lamont right. anymore. They, they they don't want to see them, you know, in a in a movie at all. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, Don thinks that they're all finished, and yeah. uh, so does the studio head. And you know, of course, the, in in the story, then what happens is they decide that uh, Kathy should. Um, the way to save the movie is to right. have Kathy provide Lena's voice. Yeah, and uh, they don't want to tell Lena because mm-hmm. they know that, uh, well, Lena kind of was in love with Gene Kelly's character. Yeah. And that was all fake publicity. Right. You know, studios back then used to do that of to course. their stars. Just make up fake relationships to uh, you know get movies boosted and stuff like that. Right. Uh, so they're supposed to be in this relationship, and Gene Kelly hates her. He cannot stand this lady. <laughs> But they're they're a couple, you know, According appara- to public, apparently, right. you yeah. know. But he actually falls for Debbie Reynolds, mm-hmm. and so Lena kind of wishes they were a couple. So she she holds it against them. Yeah, or she thinks they're a couple. Well, it's it like like you said that she's kind of in love. I I think she like it's more that like she just she just she she reads the fan magazines and thinks it's real. Like, yeah, like yeah. even even though they've never had a, said a kind word to one another off off camera, uh-huh. um, like she's as nasty to him as he is to her, mm-hmm. but she still thinks that she's like she's <laughs> right. his wife. I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's the craziest thing. So they don't want to tell Lena that they're going to dub over her voice uh-huh. with Debbie Reynolds, <laughs> right? <laughs> because uh, she took his she took her man. Yeah, you yeah. can't be having that. And Lena's the biggest star in the world, right? And she's going to not like it. Nope. And then when Rita Moreno. Uh, gives it away. Mm-hmm. She is. She's another movie star on set. Her name's Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um, she spills it to Lena that that what they're doing. 
and and that Kathy is yeah. going to be her voice. And um, she at first is pissed off, and then when she realizes what what could transpire from this, that she could go on being a movie star forever, she decides that she's going to make Kathy be her voice for the rest of you know her career. Mm-hmm. And and you know the RF the the the. Uh, Studio Head's original plan was to like you know have have Kathy do the voice this one time on just to save this one movie and then right have her own career right because the the film is gonna be a huge flop a yeah. huge it's gonna ruin the studio yeah um, I guess this was some kind of screening like a test screening. it was a test screening yeah yeah so they have six weeks to fix it yep and they come up with the idea during the Good Morning song to <laughs> to change it into a musical yeah so so the, they they start filming. This musical version of the Dueling Cavalier called called the Dancing Cavalier. Uh-huh. And they replace lots of scenes. They get um, Lena to do some basic dance moves yeah. with Gene Kelly dancing around her. Yeah. And, and he try to take a bow. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then they record Debbie Reynolds to replace her voice. And voila, you got a hit. Uh-huh. So that's where... that This is the film they're doing the one time. Yeah. Uh, and after this, you know... Debbie Reynolds is going to be a star. Yep. But now Lena has blackmailed the studio, and they have to go with her plan, (laughs) which is that she's going to have to dub her voiceover for the next five years. Yes. Until Debbie Reynolds' contract is up. And and the studio head RF uh, just totally wilts, totally bends over, and and like like just no problem. He's going to like just do whatever Lena says. Um, It isn't until Don and Cosmo. Uh, really save the day after the premiere of the finished Dancing Cavalier newly, you know, musical film uh-huh. um, where the the audience is just, you know, enraptured and, and they can't believe what a, what a great singing and acting talent Lena Lamont is. <laughs> right. Um, and she's they, amazing. She's just, I mean, she what, what, a, what a sterling she, ingenue. She sounds just know? like Debbie Reynolds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, yeah, that's good. And uh, they, um, they, they, they demand to hear another song. I guess, like, that's how you would... I mean, I, I guess... guess it, it was like it, an encore from the audience? That's... At a movie. It's weird. I mean, it was 1927. Maybe maybe because it was still brand new, they just... Deci- I guess. They, they didn't know... I mean, you you know how people clap at the end of movies now? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a... it's I, I'm okay with it. I'm fine. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a strange thing to do, um, to clap for someone who isn't there, but whatever. Right. Um, in this case, they decided that, they, they, that it was like the opera, so they asked Lena Lamont, who's at the premiere, for another song. And yeah. she just she decides to, to you know, do it, and she says she's going to sing Singing in the Rain. And as she's singing, or she's just moving her lips, and Kathy is singing behind the, ca- uh, the, yeah, the curtain. Yeah, behind the curtain. Cosmo and Don reveal that it's Kathy all along. Yeah, and I feel like the producer let them do it. I do like, too. Like the producer grabs the curtain and tugs it down as <laughs> <Yes>. well. <laughs> he's sort of dancing as he's doing it. Right? Yeah, like yeah. they all give each other a look and they're like, mm, "Yeah, mm. yep." And then pull the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get Lena. I uh, when he did this, the producer did this. I was like, "You're gonna get sued." <laughs> Weren't you just so concerned about getting sued, and then all of a sudden you don't give a fuck? He, I know he he really changed. He really course corrects like super quick. Is it because so Lena? Let's get into the details of Lena's contract. All I right, guess. Yeah. So Lena can control her own publicity. I guess. Yeah. So by the studio saying Debbie Reynolds is doing the voice, that's not um, good publicity for Lena, and Lena doesn't want it. So mm-hmm. they have to take Debbie Reynolds off of the titles. Yes. Off the credits. Right. 
Um, so because Lena had decided to sing and do this ruse, mm-hmm. and the curtains just happened to be pulled back, it's her fault that she got caught. Maybe is that how they can twist this? Um, that might be the plan, but I can't see that holding up. I don't if it know. Goes to any kind of arbitration, because <laughs> right. clearly RF is standing there, curtain puller. Yeah, you know, I mean, and smiling while doing it. Oh yeah. Uh, they, yeah. they look at Le- Lena looks at him, and they're just smug as can be. Of course. Gotcha. <laughs> Maybe because she's so dumb or something. Oh, that's like, right. Keep, that's her line in the movie. She keeps saying, am I dumb or something? What do you think I am, dumb or something? She also says, I make more money than Calvin Coolidge put together. Yeah. Which is, I, That was that's a great an, line. An excellent line. That is a great line. <laughs> she's like Biff. She Biff is. Tannen. She is Biff Tannen. <laughs> Just this lumbering. She, I mean, Calvin like. Calvin Coolidge put together. <laughs> That is that makes no sense. I love it. It's such a great thing to say. Yeah, I know. Whoever wrote that line needs a silver dollar. (laughs) That is good. I think it was uh, was the screenwriter's name. I believe was I A L Diamond. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. I A L Diamond. Yeah, yeah. Um, What else has he done? Or she? uh, (laughs) What has good old Diamond done lately? I I believe they've done some other things. Um, But uh, and. Like, like th- th- this this movie is uh, is a classic in many ways, of course. Um, it <laughs> just I A L Diamond struck. That's not what it on. says. Oh, it's not Betty Comden and Adolph Green. Oh, so well, where's well, this well, Diamond well, who fella? Is, who is AIAL Diamond? We, we got to look them up. All right, uh, audience, let yeah, us know. Right. Um, I I thought that it, that's why I said to you know you got to check my check my work. Yeah, there. yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, the movie it's 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 a great screenplay, it's a great script, it's a great story, but like it's it's the even without the musical numbers, it would still be as funny as it is and as and as good as it is. A, a great story about like the the beginning of sound film. Yeah. Because it was a it was a huge change in what was already like the most popular art form in America at the time. Mm-hmm. And it kind of pokes fun at the musical as well. Yes, it does. Because they show a lot of I think they show some montages even of musicals that came out you know Mm -hmm. in the 30s yeah like kind of just like oh look at this huge hodgepodge (laughs) of the exact same thing that has been happening for 10 years which was funny because they're making fun of all this stuff right right (laughs) i i liked that part of it too i know um iail diamond was a screenwriter Um, okay he did not work on this film apparently i i don't know how i where i got that but there, there we go i don't know but that's cool did was he on Batman vs. Superman? Is that where it came from? No, he was not. <laughs> or he, she. He wrote Some Like It Hot and The Apartment. Um, what? Yeah, I, I knew he was big. What? I mean, um, holy crap. Yeah, this, this dude was no joke. Wow. Yeah. And you know it's a dude, because they weren't letting any women write stuff back <laughs> no, then. No, no. Uh, Sadly. I, I know. I, I, it, it, was, it was a rotten time. Pretty much. Right. Anything else you want to talk about, Dave? Um, no, I'm a little embarrassed about this IAL diamond business. But what, what are you gonna do, dude? That I mean, that's that's nothing. Well, that's what people tune in for uh, is, <laughs> is to hear me is to hear me get facts wrong. You know, I'll tell you what, you get more facts right than I do. Thank you. I know yeah, that. I I, I I do what I can. Some sometimes they get by me. Um, so uh, would you recommend this movie, Dave? Yeah, of course I would. Um, I I saw this movie um in 
it, 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 it's so weird. Like, like all this stuff was, was shaping me in theater class in freshman year. Like I, like our, we had a really cool teacher who showed us a lot of great stuff and singing in the rain. He, he made us watch it and I was better off for it. it it's, it's, it's such a great movie and it, I, I loved it then and I still love it now. Okay. I, I don't know if I want to recommend it or not, Dave. I'm, I've been so torn. Mm. Can I do a maybe? Is it the first maybe this might ever be my on the, first on our, maybe? Uh, uh, wow, you're gonna push? N- no. The, oh, um, I'm not gonna recommend it, Dave. All right, I can't do the musical. Okay, I can't do it. It's a great movie. Mm, right. Besides that, okay. But if someone asked me if they should watch Singing in the Rain, I would probably say no, because <laughs> I don't know. I guess this is how I felt about Breathless, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean... And I feel bad about that, actually, now. About not recommending Breathless? Yeah, now I kind of feel bad about it. Mm. Yeah, so... These I don't things, know. These, these things are going to happen I'm, on this show. I'm just going to have to decide, so I'll say no. Okay. Beca- right. Because the musicaliness of it. That's it. <laughs> Skip the musicaliness. <laughs> Hashtag musicaliness, yes. <laughs> Skip the musical parts. Man. <laughs> All right, so that wraps up the show. If you like what you heard, please subscribe in iTunes, rate it, review it. Most of all, share it. That gets more dudes listening to the dudes. If you don't use iTunes, find us anywhere else. You get a podcast or go to dudesonmovies.com and find anything you need right there. Yeah, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Look for Dudes on Movies and we will come up. And we have an email address, dudesonmovies at gmail.com. Send us an email to tell tell us what you're feeling about movies. Yeah, and we got a question of the week, don't we, Dave? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Favorite musical. Yeah. So everyone, tell us what your favorite musical is. Is it Singing in the Rain? That's right. It is my favorite musical. Right. Even though he doesn't <laughs> want to recommend it, it's his favorite musical of all time, everybody. It's it's, it's a ringing it's endorsement it's of, of, of Gene Kelly's finest work. It's true. <laughs> um, so we had some fan responses from last week. Uh, favorite documentary. Or this is a few weeks ago. We've mm-hmm. been doing some double headers. Yeah. So, um, Erica and Phoenix have been watching um, Bill's Camino, mm-hmm. 13th, Blackfish, Never Sleep Again, which we just talked about. Yep. <laughs> um, and Clone Commander on Instagram said, any 21 Pilots video. So whatever that means. I know they're, <laughs> they're, they use like old footage in their videos or yeah. something, but okay, Clone Commander, thank you very much. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, let us know what your response is to that. Favorite musical, please. Yes. Dudesonmoves at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Now, stay tuned next week when we discuss 1982's First Blood Directed by Ted Kotcheff, starring Sylvester Stallone and Brian Dennehy. Mm-hmm. So until next week, I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.